Action Park Media. Oh one two, oh one two. Oh one two, oh one two. I like to introduce myself. All right, welcome to Victory the Podcast. I'm Doug Ellen. I'm Kevin Dillon. I am Kevin Connolly. And this is crazy. This is our 100th episode of this podcast. Happy anniversary, guys. 100 episodes. Wow. Did you get me anything? Yeah, I got you flowers, but I, I left them in the car. <laughs> I would say that it's flown by, but it hasn't. <laughs> it has for me. Well, Dylan's been playing golf most of the time. I get to episodes. sneak out, do a movie here and there. Dylan's done 65 of the 100 episodes. Is that the uh, real number? No, we don't. Have no, I've done more than that. I thought yeah. it was closer to 45. What are you talking about? By the way, I will be sneaking out again to do uh, Buddy Games 2. Oh, we're going to do uh, Yeah. I thought I'd hopefully be doing Entourage, the uh, reboot. Before Buddy They Games can't too, do it. It's not PC enough, man. Yes, it is. Have you read the script for Buddy Games? I haven't. You haven't, but no. they're happy with it. And it's Did going you read the script for Buddy Josh Games 1? told me that it's great, it's hilarious, and I'm waiting on it. It's Did coming. you read the script for Buddy Games 1? Yes. <laughs> of course you did. What I have, the script I haven't read is the reboot, Entourage the reboot. <laughs> I'm waiting for it patiently, uh, well, and I'm starting to lose patience, to uh, be honest with well, you. Well, we're working on that. No, no, no. I'm ready now. <laughs> but I got a couple of things I want to stay on. Real the, quick, Buddy yeah. Games 2. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a pretty big achievement on Josh Dumel's part in, yeah. in indie that, that does a sequel. That's pretty good. Yeah. So everyone yeah. knows. I, I can't believe how fast he did it. But Buddy Games, Josh Dumel wrote, starred, directed in it, and yeah. it came out streaming last yeah. year. And uh, it Great was a group success. of actors. Yeah, it was right. a success. And I've never worked with better actors. I'm just kidding. Connolly, yeah, I'm kidding. You're clearly, you kidding. guys are great. I don't believe anybody got Golden Globe nominations and Buddy Games won, so I'm very comfortable. Well, I think that's Good coming point. up, Good those point. nominations. No? <laughs> Josh Dumel, best actor, Buddy Games. So I want to talk about a couple of things about this uh, anniversary because I walked into the office today. Again, I know we've talked about it. Connolly has such a massive space here. It's actually mind-boggling. But now I walk in, and here comes stock tip Dave, and he's in a suit and tie. Or, or he's got a shirt and tie. I like what? it. Is I that like it. was that a choice of his, or are you demanding that the office workers dress differently? I'm demanding that Dave in the office dress differently. <laughs> just Dave. I just want Dave to present himself like a like a professional. So no more like, open toed shoes. No, no Flip flops. Want to see his feet or a skateboard? He comes in and like I don't know. It's like just I'm doing it for him. It's for his own good. You're I want trying to him teach to, him some want stuff. Want him to present himself like a professional. Is he allowed to use the bathrooms anymore here? Yeah, I mean, I think you know. <laughs> Scotty, Scotty mentioned that Dave disappeared in there yesterday for an extended period of time. Well, uh, he continues to blame other podcasters here at Action Park. He Media. walked in there with the New York Times, or <laughs> probably the Post, yeah, Daily I mean, News, maybe. Stock tip as, I don't know, he, he throws a lot of blame around about who's fucking up the toilets right. at Action Park Media, whether it's a plumbing problem or whether it's one of your other podcasters' problems. What, what's the But answer? he leads the company in, like, shits in the new office. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. It's he, a personal plumbing problem that he has. <laughs> right. If, if we were looking at the statistics, I mean, it would be crazy. But other thing, Dave, I wanted to talk, Doug, you'll get a kick out of this. So Dave comes to me and he says, is it okay if I get a TV in my office? He's like, <laughs> you want to buy a TV and put it in your office and knock yourself out. So there, away he goes. Dave buys, a, I don't know, Dave, that's a big TV. You got a 50 giant thing out there? 50 inch LG. He's got a 50 wow. inch LG. You want him watching TV on the job? Yeah, well, he, you're cool airplay. I mean, he airplays things, but today I, I walk by and he's watching Saved by the Bell. Is that odd? 
Well, odd. my question is about that. Yes. Is it's odd? Not one hundred percent. Did you flip and find that, or did you actually download like the Nick at Night app to specifically watch? <laughs> Why that? No, Saved by the Bell? Because I was here at eight in the morning. And I turned on Netflix. I forgot to tell you that the plumber wasn't coming today. <laughs> he was supposed to meet the plumber. I knew that, but you should be here to meet the plumber. I'm, anyway, still, try, I'm still trying to get how you get on Netflix with 10,000 options and, and save by the bell is the one. You because choose. I went on Netflix and now, you know, how you can shuffle your music on your phone and it randomly plays songs. Well, now it's doing that for shows and you can choose what random show comes on. It's so save it by recommended the bell. save by the bell. And so I was like, why not? It's but this is probably morning. based on what you watch, Doctor, because <laughs> I don't think save by the bell is ever coming up in my recommendation. By the way, I know it. someone else here used to watch Saved by the Bell. Connolly? KC. Yeah, when I was you were, 14 years old and when the show was you on. You were a big fan. I, I, I used to watch it when it was on. Dave, Dave was an extra. Is that why you're watching it? You're no, I just for enjoy the show. I still watch it. Were you an extra? That's odd. Oh, yeah. I was, I was an extra in a bunch of stuff. Wow. It's, it's a random. You were an show extra in a bunch of stuff. Wow. Saved by the Bell, mostly WB. Any high school show, I was probably on like Unhappily Ever After. Did you ever show up on Unhappily Ever After? No, I was on. Um, I was on. Uh, what was it called? Uh, Spit it out, Dave. Jeez, Dave. Uh, easy, ah, I forget easy it. for you to say. Oh, sorry, it was, it was, it was Dave. Girls, hit the bathroom, Dave. That's it, Dave. You're cut. Go, Dave, why don't you go take a shit? No, no, <laughs> cut, cut, cut. Move it on. Move it on. Stop talking. Here we go. All right. Move it on. Uh, uh, we got other business. Let's to talk, talk about. about the elephant in the room, Doug. Okay, this, uh, well, I'm not sure. There's two elephants in the room. One, I'm uh, officially not Hope getting you guys Instagram aren't talking back. about me right now. <laughs> no, you're not an elephant. Uh, you're very lean and beautiful, Gavin <laughs> Dillon. But you're like a cheetah, Kevin. Yeah, so a like puma. a puma, bro. Puma, get <laughs> it right. A couple of things. Uh, just if anybody out there, Conley doesn't think anyone really cares, I care. But Instagram is not coming back, according to some hack. Your Instagram. Instagram is not coming back. Yeah, which is so sick because I did. I, I've been scouring it. I've watched people threaten to kill people the last few days. I've done nothing. I called a couple of people losers. Anyway, they're telling me I'm not getting my account back. So everyone, please, if you care about me at all, follow the Hollywood Ways account and the Victory the Podcast account. So we have these live shows and here's the reality. We're light on ticket sales. It's just I think you're sales. jumping the gun. I well, think you're jumping the gun. I agree. Oh, with who? Stay cool. Uh, first of all, I think we're doing okay. I think we're doing, we're doing okay. okay. You're right, talking well, about we're right Kevin where James. we need to be. Well, let me, let me I agree. Okay, well, Kevin James is is playing the week after us, and he already sold out. Kevin and James a second is a stand up comedian. I understand. Kevin Dillon is a stand up guy. Uh, <laughs> you're damn right about that. <laughs> I guess the point is, I think we should ask ourselves this question: Is I don't think people know fully what the live show is. So what is it, Kevin Dillon? Let people know. What, what I mean, they what do you? Well, think? it's basically what we're doing right now, but it's going to be live, and we're going to be able to hang out with people, <laughs> right? Get, hang out with the fans, get to meet them all, take photos, yeah, autographs, uh, and have a beer with you. Basically, we'll have some. Dylan's Irish already crickets. agreed to do shots with everybody. Else. I will do a shot with every one of you. <laughs> I think it's more exciting than that. So I'll out. try my best to sell it. It really is not just us sitting on a live podcast. We are interacting. We are performing on a certain level. I know I'm not a performer. These guys are. But we have multimedia and we have some exciting stuff. But what I'm going to say is what we said last week. If you're planning to go, stop telling me you're planning on buying the tickets right. and buy them now before they shut us down. Like you think they would shut us down? An L.A. restaurant gets shut down shut right now. Here's my thought. The theater holds 1,100 people. You're, if we put 850, 900 people in there, that's that's a successful outing as far yeah, as I'm yeah, concerned. No doubt. All right. Well, let's get there. And I don't even know what the Boston show or the Portchester one is. Like Dylan was supposed to personally man the Portchester <laughs> uh, media. So. Listen, right now, I'm just trying to cover you guys in Long Island. You guys can't even handle your own 
I have people. I have people. I have fifty people already coming and Nassau County. I believe that the UBS Islander thing is 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 hurting us a little bit. I think I think a lot of Victory the Podcast Long Island fans are going to be at the UBS Arena. The Rangers are playing the Islanders on Kevin James night, and it's not hurting him. (laughs) 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 Listen, I'm one of those guys, Dylan. I know you're like this. I'm not buying tickets six weeks in advance of anything. Right? I don't do anything in advance. I think you're going to see a major spike. Right before, you know, like the week before yeah, the show. The, the truth is, if they if we do sell out, which I think we have a good chance of doing, you're not going to get a seat if you don't buy it a little bit in advance. Right. I don't think you go the night before, but I think I think after Halloween, you're going to see a spike. All right. Well, I'm yeah. hoping since these guys are much more confident than I am. So I'm begging, please, Long Islanders, Boston, Port Chester, buy tickets now. Okay, we're going to give you a good job. Uh, we need you to get back on Instagram. So will you re- redo your Instagram? You could start from scratch. Yeah. Would they let you do that? I don't think they could stop you from doing that. I, I if mean, you're on your best well, behavior. He's been, he's been deplatformed. <laughs> so real... is the idea to take your followers away or keep you off the platform? Well, we still have victory in Hollywood ways, but uh, I mean, there's no way to just get your followers back. And and I know we had 150,000 on there, which is not that much. Yeah, but it's a good promotion. They just tool. took, uh, you You know, Scotty and our, our producer over there was telling us that Julia Rhodes, who had 15 million followers, just vanished on Instagram. I don't know what she did. Well, she was sh- showing her breasts. I mean, it was... Kevin, Dylan like, does that all the time. She was clearly you violating my breast. <laughs> <laughs> she was clearly violating guideline rules. But 15 million followers vanished into thin air. Fucking hurts. That's a stinger. Yeah. Yeah, That's she'd probably sell out the uh, Long Island. I still it. have no idea who you're talking about. That's <laughs> she's a, the funny she's thing. A it's social 50 million media. followers. I have no idea. You know, you know who she was? She's the girl that was uh, at the World Series. At the World Series that was flashing Garrett Cole. Flashing. She was a guy. Who, she was at the Astros World Series. At the Astros World she's Series. She's Jake Paul's girlfriend, okay. too. Is, is she not? Am I wrong about that? She is Jake Paul's girlfriend. Yeah. I think okay. fiance now. Right. But. Now, can. Well, so, but if she starts a new account, Jake Paul pumps her up a little bit and she gets millions of those back. Correct. Right? Yeah. So it's a question of whether or not they want you off the platform altogether. And it's also a question of whether my guys are going to pull Jake Paul and pump me back up and get me back on. Well, the if you play your cards right, Doug, maybe I'll think about <laughs> so, it. Episode anniversary. Entourage only made it to 96, but we got to 100 and uh, wow. a lot cheaper. Hopefully we'll get to 200. We've had everybody, right? Except the crazy thing is the only person really we haven't had is Grenier, right? Yeah. And I just saw Adrian on. He was talking about. Is there anyone else? It's just Adrian, right? We had Emmanuel, Jerry, Carla, Pivot. Well, no, there was Debbie Mazur. Debbie Debbie. Mazur shot us down altogether. She didn't shoot us down. I didn't ask her and I won't ask her. She said something bad about the show and and it's it's ridiculous and it's bullshit because she used to ask me for nothing but more material to to say. And uh, just on speaking of this again, of like embarrassing words, uh, you know, succession, which is genius and I love it, is is. He's the new Ari Gold. Brian Cox is the new Ari Gold. And nobody's asking him, why does he say these things? He's a character. And that's what it is. And they're getting away with it. And they're doing it brilliantly because it's a great show. Everybody should watch it. What, what are we, we talking about? Who's Brian Cox? Brian uh, Cox no is the actor. But he, there's a show on HBO called Succession. That's like, okay. It's epic. Yeah. Brian right? Cox is, you should know, from Scotland. Oh, you know him Man for sure. Hunter. He's one of the great. Okay. If he okay. popped okay. up, you would know him. And you know him. All right. Him. He's a brilliant actor. But anyway, it's, it's the hot HBO show right now that's going to win every single Emmy and it should and it's great and whatever. So let's talk about some of our favorite moments of this podcast, though, of the last year, because it's been a, a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, we just did the Fireside app, which everybody should download that. We did a live thing where you interact with people. And that was, that was pretty, pretty cool. cool. That yeah, was, was cool. I liked yeah, it. I enjoyed it. It was very cool. But we were talking about some of our favorite things. And my favorite one, which I also think was great. And I don't know if we ever cut the behind the scenes, but while we were on the air, 
Dylan might remember this. I suggested that we do a St. Patty's episode. And Connolly, remember when he attacked me verbally? Remember that? It was, I, I don't I, remember I, that. Yeah. You had to break us up because Connolly was like ready oh, to go. Oh, yeah. Remember, he was like, I said, Bill Simmons can, you know, just add an episode. Oh, he wants. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Simmons and his $200 million uh, company. And, and yeah. Connolly went, we're not fucking with the ringer. You <laughs> and, and you were like, Kev, calm down. But anyway, Kevin pulled it together. And what we did was, which everybody should check it out because it was a lot of fun. That was fun. We got a bottle of whiskey and we said, we're not really going to edit it, even though Kevin says we did a little bit. It was, well, just tightening up and some yeah. editing. I mean, some cutting out some of uh, your slurring words. <laughs> you know, it's funny. The St. Patty's Day episode, we all got hammered. I noticed Doug is a sensitive, right? Doug gets very nostalgic when he gets a little <laughs> alcohol buzz. What did I do? I don't well, remember. We were like, Joe, I don't know. We were like joking around. Remember, we we're talking about my, I said something about my father and you're like, why are, Dylan says, why are you talking about his father? Remember? We had a little run on because my <laughs> yeah, father yeah, passed yeah. away. We had a little run on that and Doug was, had clearly, clearly had a buzz on. He's like, no, I just, I really, I really want to talk about it. Uh, Doug, you noticed you got a little, you got a little emotional, an emotional guy, it's an emotional I'm, guy. I'm a sensitive guy. Sensitive and, uh, guy. you know, when you're talking about the, the family, obviously, which, you know, all of us have it's lost. It's cute. All of us have lost a parent. So, you know, it is. Yeah, it I is just recently thing. lost my dad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry about yeah. that again, Kevin. Uh, you but know. yeah, that I, what I remember was, uh, you don't remember. Connolly got pretty damn hand. I was a mild matter reporter next to Kevin Connolly <laughs> was shit faced. Right. I got <laughs> hammered. Threw back sure. some shots. Well, no, it wasn't the shot. I pounded that Guinness top to uh, bottom. Yes, that's that's right. My, that's right. Crowning uh, achievement. It's that's, an interesting yes, thing to that talk was about. Impressive. I, I didn't know that I could do that. You know what I like though? If you're a real man, you would have made it a car bomb. Um, one of those <laughs> throwing a Jaeger shot. At this it. is an interesting conversation, Jameson, though, bro. Jameson. Because you guys know, which I've actually looked this up because I dated a girl who was an angry drunk. Like one drink, she's Tell hilarious. <laughs> Second drink, it's like, oh my god, calm down. But so I, I want to talk to you guys about you know Connolly. Definitely, like he got a little edgy, like after a couple of drinks. It's funny. I find you very funny. So what kind of drinkers do you think you are? You're now saying I'm a sensitive, emotional guy, which I think is a good one because I probably am going to get a fight. But what are you? Fun, bro. And yeah. and and one thing had nothing to do with the other. Listen, we've I think Action Park and Victory Now is a well-oiled machine. Yes. I mean the editing is easier. Everything about doing this podcast is easier less than stress it was. yeah but in the beginning it's just it's it's a lot and i'm not i'm not complaining but it trying to get it to the well-oiled machine no, I that get it. it is. What you pulled off this year is amazing, yeah. but I don't even mean that because the, the Bill Simmons thing was before the St. Before Patty's we started thing. drinking. What, what, kind of, <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of drunk, I guess, do you think you are? Like, are you a happy drunk? I'm or? fun to depends be Depends on how many. Right? It depends on the count. I mean, I'm, 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 a fun, I'm a fun guy, but I also... I am too, until I get to about seven. <laughs> right. But I also never mix alcohol. Like, I don't, I don't do shots. I do not do shots. It's a lie. That, that, that's it's it's true. I do not do shots. Not You'll a Jaeger anymore. You're not saying. a Jaeger guy, huh? No, I mean I'm just saying like if I start out the night, depending on what kind of a night I have, if I'm drinking red wine, I'm drinking red wine. Or yeah, my good, other go to is yeah, uh, is uh, vodka soda. That's what I drink, right? Well, so not doing a Jaeger bomb. Put it that way. Well, I'm, right? I'm going off a little bit on a tangent now, just because Connolly mentioned this before we got on camera. But you know, one of the things on Entourage, like I was never willing to have these guys do cocaine and stuff because it's always a thing and I'm not trying to be like, I think it's just a dirty drug. And when you go down that road, which we did that one season, it's yeah. dirty. But Connolly, you mentioned it's you a like dirty drug randomly in the bathroom the other day at a club. You're 46 no, was, years old. It, and it, it, yeah, I was at a, I was someone at, offered you blow. I was at a, I was at a golf tournament and this guy came into the bathroom and he offered me cocaine. And I, I, I looked at him. I say, you cra are you crazy? This is a midday golf tournament too. No, whatever. It's the evening, yeah. but he was, he was like more, 
mortified that I I was like questioning because I mean it's it's dangerous, man. It's just dangerous. It's not what it was five years ago. You can you let me be clear though. You weren't. I mean, as far as I know, you you weren't doing coke. No, five years. no, be I snorting fent- fentanyl or that, something like that's that. That's my point of what crazy. I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm saying that it was a two part thing. A, I'm not doing cocaine at all anyway. But even if I was, you don't do it with a guy that you met in the bathroom. He was like wildly offended. So what happens? He walks in and, and he walks in and I was at the urinal and there was a toilet bowl but no door which is weird but it was what it was in the bathroom and uh he said hey do you want to do some coke but i had had a few drinks what's he like, doing in there is he sitting he's on a, snorting a fucking no but is he sitting on a toilet or no is he, he was standing there he went in there to do it and then he got indignant and offended that a he kind of he kind of pushed in his poker hand right he asked me i shot him down for two reasons and then but he was more offended that i didn't trust his, his quality of cocaine. His quality of cocaine <laughs> didn't have fentanyl in it. I'm just like, dude, I don't, you know, we don't, it's just dangerous, you know? So I really feel though, you know, this pandemic, and this is just a total separate thing, but cocaine is really on the rise in this city. And again, I'm not a cocaine guy, never was. I, I, I don't think it's on the rise. I think it's on the radar because of what's happening with people dropping dead, right? I don't know that there's been a spike in it or anything. Well, I would tell everybody, we mentioned this before, but on Amazon, if you're doing cocaine, I'm not judging you. I wouldn't do it, but there's like a fentanyl tester so you don't have to die we, because you hey you know, scotty will you look that up on what what are those cost and where where nothing. would you get something they're like, like that? they're like 20 bucks by the way look at like scotty look at scotty but, he's but, like but, i got the yeah. link right now <laughs> why would you know that <laughs> but scotty do you i mean is it is it like convenient i mean could they sell them at seven it's like a chlorine tester so it's like you dip it in and it, it immediately immediately tells you God, could you imagine? Well, you like, sound like you really know what you're telling me, bro. <laughs> but could you imagine like having like a bag of cocaine and like dipping it in there and seeing like, oh my God, thank God we didn't do this. Yeah, you know I can I mean? totally like, imagine it because we know Michael K. Williams and it was, I think it was heroin, but it was, there was fentanyl in it. And the comedians. So they were at a party. And like, point is that I don't think they were like having some like Coke party. I think it was just kind of floating around. And a bunch of, you know, like a couple people died, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's scary. Well, anyway, my first advice, stay away from cocaine. But if you do, get a fentanyl tester for 20 bucks and, you know. They should put those everywhere. Yeah. Well, they, you know. They should just be everywhere. It's like condoms should be everywhere. (laughs) But somebody's going to argue that they won't be. Anyway, so. Back to the St. Patty's episode, why it was so fun and why it was great. And maybe I did get emotional because we did go a little deeper because we did have some alcohol right. and, and we still had a lot of fun. So everybody should check and that out. And then we out. went to Dan Did I bite a piece out of a can? Did I bite the can? You I bit the can. I, you yeah, did. like yeah, platoon. Yeah. You put, I re- did. I took a chunk out of a can during that St. Patty's episode. And then Connolly mentioned Dan Tannis, which I just am going where we're talking. But I had to get driven home. <laughs> oh. I, yeah. I wasn't going to drive home after that. I mean, I got pretty. You I, got an Uber? Stock tip Dave drove me. <laughs> did he st- did he need a bathroom stop on the way? Yeah, home? he had to stop and take a dump at Swingers. <laughs> <right there>. <laughs> well, <laughs> he blew up their bathroom. <laughs> Dylan, we've never discussed this, but I've been eating at Dan Tana's with Connolly for 20 years now. He does the same shit, which I find well, you, so weird. We've eaten there together. We've eaten there many yes, times yeah. together. I'm just saying, but Connolly, gets, we're talking about it. Like, this is not weird. It's so weird. He orders chicken parmesan and it. then peels the chick the, the parmesan. That's off. weird. That tell him what yeah, tell yeah, yeah, him. You, take the, you don't know why? I know, because it's got carbs. You want to take the carbs no, off, no, and no. you like the tender. It, it makes it, it, You get the juices. The juices. You get the, the oils. Tenders, yeah. it, it, it softens up, and the chicken is like, you literally don't even need a knife at Dantana's. Yeah. And fork. you think it's because the cheese is cooked the on cheese it. He doesn't want the bread. four million there. degrees. It's like cooked in it, and it, you get the juices and the oils and the flavor without, I'm telling you, you scrape that cheese off of your chicken parm, and it's on a plate. You go, yo, I just took that out of my arteries. Well, it's, <laughs> it's a win. It's the cheese and the uh, breadcrumbs. You're but 
But you can order no, no, I'll I'll keep the breadcrumbs. But you can order a milanese and you can get a sauce. But, but you're, you're saying not, the yeah. cheese the is cheese is, cooked and that at that temperature you if get there, the flavor in the juice. If there is ever a celebrity master chef, I want you to do that in front of Gordon I'll, Ramsay. I'll I want to see you, yeah, scrape the you, cheese off. I'll bet you Gordon Ramsay would agree with me. Not not that I should <laughs> take it off. On the flavor, you're saying that you still get yeah right because when I first first time I did it, Nino the head chef, he came out. Looking for blood. Right? He saw that. Really? <laughs> like in Caddyshack when the <laughs> chef comes out with a knife. Dude, he came out with his headband sweating, like looking like who the fuck. And he uh, saw that it was me. And it's funny because now he puts extra cheese on it. I'm like, dude, I don't care. You're putting extra cheese. I'm just taking the extra cheese off. So are you. Are he you knows getting, I'm a value. Are you customer. getting like the remnants of cheese? So you feel like you're eating you get the flavor without the moisture, the, extra, the, moisture the flavor without the five. You know, I'm going to Dan Tannis tonight. And I, if I, I feel like if I did that, I'd be so humiliated in front of the people I'm going with. I, I like, I want. I just. I just don't care. I scrape it off. I put it on a side plate. Uh, you know, if somebody, I offer it to whoever. Some homeless See, if guy. I didn't know you when I was with you, I would be like, this guy's on fucking let me, low. Let me this is the weirdest thing <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Every single time I do it, somebody that's sick, because I usually will eat at the bar, somebody sitting next to me is like, why don't you just get every single, <laughs> yeah. why don't you just get the Milanese and splash a little tomato sauce? I don't blame on. them. I don't blame them right. for involving themselves you know themselves what I say? Why don't Mind you your not worry about what I'm doing <laughs> don't with you my chicken about farm and don't you worry you about worry your about cacciatore and like, let's just go on with our lives. And this know? is what I'm talking about. If Conley's on his third drink, <laughs> Mad Dog Murphy he will might take a out. swing at you. <laughs> <laughs> Do not ask him about his cheese. Hey, why do you scrape the cheese off? Kev, you're sitting at the bar you're having a glass of wine. You're watching a football game. Would you, in a million years, comment on your stranger, the guy sitting next yes. to you that you don't know? You would? <laughs> the fuck you scraping that cheese off for, bro? <laughs> Dylan would take his face and mash it into the plate. But the funny thing is, Connelly's like, eat it you, or wear it. Would you comment? Connelly's famous for if someone, which I like it. I'm with you, and I've done it myself. When someone walks out of a bathroom without washing their hand, Connelly's like, are you out of your fucking mind? Like, he'll go after Curse and I'll say, yeah, you should wash your hands. You should head back in there and wash your hands. <laughs> Did you ever or not? Because we've had some debate about this. Did you ever, like Buddy Ravel in 3 O'Clock High, did you ever take a guy who didn't wash his hands and get his foot in the urinal and flush it on him? By the way, I know it feels like we're beating up on him today, but I have to I have to make sure that Dave really, really washes his hands. Because he's like, he's Stock got him. a Stockton Dave. Yeah, he's got a scrub. Are your hands wet, Dave? I'm like, Dave, I, I'm not going to ask you to do the whole alphabet. I'm going to ask you to do half the alphabet. <laughs> I'm going to check the soap. soap. If it's dry, you're going to catch a beating. You know what you can get him? Get him the iWatch, because the iWatch, as soon as you wash your hands, it does a 30-second countdown. And if you, God forbid, don't finish it your watch shames you it's like basically really? <laughs> yeah it basically does what you do to someone coming out of the urinal it's like are you out of your fucking mind you gotta it sounds rhythmically better when i curse but i don't, would never say it to somebody i, I really more like what have on. you said i say buddy go in and get back in there boy. <laughs> and if, did they ever respond to you like most of the times if they're not washing their hands like yeah what do they say? They wash their hands. So they go right back in. They're they, like, you know, yeah, I get their kind so of So you probably single-handedly stopped the spread of COVID in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> While we're talking about doing weird things, and I, this this I saw and I was fucking jaw-dropping. At the antennas, guy orders a glass of wine and orders ice cubes and puts the red wine in his glass. Oh no, unacceptable. Puts the ice right. You I agree. I agree, but I'm not going to say anything to him. It's not my <laughs> business, and it's not my wine. And furthermore, it's a, it's a house wine. If the guy wants to put, that's not even close to ripping I off the cheese. I might just bring it up. I went, did you get the wrong order or something? Because that's what it would look like. You, oh, I didn't order this. I wanted. Are the you about, Oh, you're talking well, about. Well, I think cheese. that's what he's saying. Bringing up the uh, wine. Yeah. Uh, would you well, call but, someone on? Ask. Would well, you this ask is someone? this is what happens. So one of the regulars at Dantana's, the guy comes in. The guy's putting ice in his wine, and the Dantana's regular is like, "That's weird." In red wine. In red wine. And right away, it was obvious to me that this guy didn't want to talk 
about it with anybody, never mind this guy. He eventually turns to him and goes, yeah, well, uh, you know, you're not drinking it, so don't worry about it. He says, don't you worry about it. Yeah, but he just kind of said it like that. And the guy kept going, going, and he turned around and he dumped that glass of red wine over the dude's head. Whoa. And and, and then it was melee ensued. Do you remember? Well, I I want to. So you might slap someone upside the head with a chicken parm, wouldn't you? Dude, this guy was not. (laughs) Yo, he gave one warning of like, hey, man, it's not your wine. Mind your business. And then the second time, there was one warning and then a fucking wine dump on the head. It was vicious. Well, I want to get to two things on this before we take a quick break, but viciousness on my birthday. You were at, Dylan never shows up my birthday things. Mastro's, April 6th. This is probably a decade ago. Is that when you choked me? What? No. <laughs> you did but, it on his birthday? No, but a girl, I mean, this was crazy. Oh my God, I was there. This. By the way, girl, we were all there. Dylan might have been there. Dylan was the only one not there. I mean, we had everybody. Dice was there. Rex was there. Adrian was there. Was like Jerry the, was there. Yes, everybody, everybody was there. Um, and this girl says to her friend, well, she's walking by the bar at Mastro's. Okay. And there's like a, an older gentleman, like sitting at the bar by himself. Right. I don't know what he looked like, but she says to her friend, does my ass look fat? And the guy at the bar goes, yes. Yep. <laughs> and she turns around, not funny. She turns around, takes a glass and smashes him in the face with a glass. Oh my God. Busted him wide oh open. And she was charged with like mayhem. I, was, I, I checked in on it. She got a year in jail. Yeah. I oh mean, my God. Which she, she should, she, by the way. She, but, she, she disfigured the guy. But he wow. deserved to cut him open. For sure. Saying. Oh, Kev. I definitely <sighs> was not there. I would have remembered that. I mean, it was, uh, it was, it was wow. wicked. I mean, they caught the cops. And by the way, they came. They were not messing around. She was on the curb in handcuffs into the back of the car. She went. And then sometime later, I asked the bartender, I said, whatever happened? She said, oh, yeah. They... Now, whether or not she served a year, but she got a year and whatever. Probably The only time I've been with you on my birthday, I think, was uh, when you were peeing in a cup at the U2 concert on my birthday. <laughs> I had to. Anything to keep the show going. The show <laughs> must go on. Did you pee in a cup on the floor at the, I did. Uh, the U2 concert? <laughs> you don't remember? You guys, you all cuddled around me so we could uh, sorry. Ew. Right, gather around. Cover me up, guys. Did Connolly uh, yeah, tap? or peeker? Uh... He, he helped me uh, shake. He helped me shake. <laughs> and last thing about Dan Tan, since we're talking about very famous Hollywood restaurant, Dan Tan, as you know, Glenn Fry and Don Henley were in there. They saw an old man with a young girl, which you happens all the time. hide your lion eyes. <laughs> they they came wrote up that song at that, back, at that back table of Dan Tan. Yeah, and wow. since we might have a younger audience, I'd love you to listen to it so Great you don't song. hear the Connolly version in your head for the rest of your yeah, life. Yeah, that was, that was terrible. And um, the other th- thing that was the last place that Phil Spector ate before he, before he killed that girl. A bunch of the busboys had to wow. testify about what he was drinking oh, wow. and all that. Wow. Kind of Good stuff. And we'll come right back, talk some more memories. Welcome back, Victory the Podcast. We're taking a trip down memory lane of our 100 episodes. We made it, guys. We couldn't fucking get to 100 on Entourage, but we did it here, and uh, Uh, feels good. It was fun. Reboot, baby, reboot. (laughs) Just putting that out there. I like the Charlie Sheen one. I don't want to use the word starstruck. He's just really fucking cool. You know what's really great guy? You know what's so cool for me, though? Obviously, I grew up watching Charlie and Kevin Dillon, which is weird. But, uh, you know, how much he loved Entourage. The guy watched all eight seasons in like three days and he right. really loved it. And that was, it was cool. It's well, cool because he hadn't seen the, he hadn't seen a single episode until he did the podcast. Right. The first one. Yep. And then he went back and watched everything. Yeah. Right. It's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. But so funny things happened there again, action park media has gone through its hiccups and stuff. And you know, we didn't greet Charlie at the, Oh, that, I want to talk about that though today. Cause action park is, is everything is getting better and more real. Like it started out like this was almost a hobby house and now it's turning into this real business. But today I've been trying so hard since, since our trip, we all went away together. We're not allowed to say where cause COVID <laughs> restrictions, but anyway, we all went away together and I've been so healthy and 
working out and I've just had a complete meltdown over the last month. Today, I come in with my mush. I'm so happy to eat my oatmeal. And Connolly now has bagels. They're like tons of bagels. Well, I he didn't force feed you two of them. I mean, you ate both of those on your own. Doug's pounding his fist on the table. <laughs> Doug's like, I started with mush and now I'm on my second bagel. I was like, nice. <laughs> Hit those carbs, Doug. Well, we had a big day here today. So I thought, you know, I knew we were going to be here for a while. So we got some bagels. It was very nice of you, but I'd rather you bring the mush because I, I, Dylan and I both ate bagels and you feel you feel like hell after you do You have a weakness it. for bagels, well, Doug. You uh, I didn't go for seconds. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I'm an addict. I am almost like a drug addict with food. You give me the wrong thing and it just keeps going and going. And I'm up legitimately seven pounds since we landed in the United oh States from our trip three weeks ago. So anyway, but the hiccup started and Charlie Sheen comes and, you know, like, there was hiccups before that, right? Oh, and, yeah. But. I mean, well, listen, like when you think about the Gary Busey episode and and I'm, I'm not being dramatic like that episode, that day almost that day almost killed well, him. He kidnapped Dave. He, he stole the company car. He just he was there. He wouldn't leave. <laughs> you were stressed. He, yeah, I was stressed because but he, Busey got in the car with stock tip. Dave who went to pick him up, which during a pandemic. No, you know, this was at the time when nobody understood what was happening here. People right. seemed to be dropping dead at all the time. No, there was no vaccine yet. And Gary Busey wanted to get in the car with somebody else with no mask clearly and light an up a cigar. Clearly an anti-vaxxer. He lit up a cigar, though. If anyone lit up a cigar in my car ever, I mean, maybe in 1972, that's acceptable behavior, but it's <laughs> Do not. Do you know normal. what went into the editing of that episode? Tell I me. mean, it was it was just hours and hours and hours of editing, and that's not what podcasts are supposed no. to be. It just Was it a good episode? It's a good episode, but yeah. he just leaves a big imprint. Like, it shouldn't have been. We did a 40-minute interview. It's like, dude, Do you know come what, in, do your interview. And get do you know what he did during the filming of this, we didn't have budgets for that. Gary would speak for 45 minutes and oh, burn shit. reels Not and reels. That, but it's also rude to smoke a cigar in an enclosed room full of people. I love Gary, but it's just like, it's you know, it's a, I love it. Do. Connolly, like, he's he's not afraid to tell the guy that he shouldn't put rocks in his wine, but he was afraid to tell Busey that he was kind of rude. <laughs> you see, it just, it just, yeah, are you scared of Gary Busey? I, w- I wouldn't want a, any beef with Gary. <laughs> no, I mean, Gary, what about you, Dylan? No, I don't want any beef with him. Yeah. No. Dylan is. I mean, I'm the, not. I'm not afraid of him. But. Dylan thinks <laughs> <laughs> you're not afraid of Ronda Rousey. How can you be afraid of Gary Busey? Dylan thinks that Busey's more normal than he. he I think off. a little bit of it's right, a bit. Kev? I think a little bit. Yeah. Right. So, but anyway, back, back to Chuck uh, Sheen though. Yeah. Chuck Sheen, you know, came in, doesn't get paid. He's here as a favor and a friend. And his guy's car- got a gazillion dollars. What are we supposed to pay him? SAG minimum? Should no, him- I'm not saying that he wants money. Gas I'm just money. saying he's doing us a favor and we got his car locked up in the garage and he had a, <laughs> he had a, I will say that was my most embarrassing moment at the former uh, studios, yeah. uh, the Action Park Studios. I mean, his car. And then, you know, then there was a thought of like trying to get in. And it's like, I thing you need is Charlie getting arrested, like breaking into the garage on Robertson, like trying to get his car. <laughs> I, I mean, just instinctually, he was like trying to figure out a way in. Right. But. You know, he caught himself. But Charlie was was so nice about it. I'm just wondering, you know, Andrew Whitworth's become a friend of ours from the Rams Hall of Famer to be who invited us to go to the game this Sunday. He texted us right after the game. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. He literally was probably still in pads when he texted us. But what I want to know, Connolly, is if you got Andrew Whitworth 6'8", 290, whatever. If you got his car locked up or impounded, would you be nervous or not? Char- Charlie was very gracious about it. <laughs> and he actually was like, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But I got to imagine when he got in the Uber with his buddy that he was fucking, there's no way. Right? Well, he hasn't yeah. spoken to me since. Right. So I don't know. But I'm saying there's no way he was like, oh, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. He got, he was like, this is, could you imagine? He must this have. Is Bush like, league, man. Fucking, but you know, they since uh, extended the, uh, 
that parking lot stays open for a couple hours earlier. Maybe it was because of uh, Charlie Sheen. Making a scene. Well, so, what, so what, uh, what's some other great memories? You know, one of the coolest things, honestly, it felt like right out of Entourage because we got Jeremy Piven to come on the show and all of a sudden he's like, I got a surprise and Mike Tyson was there was with amazing. Rex. I mean, that, how cool, cool was that? You that know? was cool, yeah. One of the things, memories that I have that leads us to uh, something that I swore I would never talk about again, but there is movement. So the Conor McGregor chair, right? Oh. Right. You know, did you hear this, Dylan? Well, I know it's gone missing. Well, apparently it's in route (laughs) coming back to me. Well, it's coming to me. Well, it's yes for both of our addresses. But what happened was I was joking with Coach Kavanaugh on on his Instagram. And I was like, ah, you stole my chair, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't. And he's right. I guess I didn't put like an emoji. You called him a thief. No, I did not call him a thief. I said, you stole my chair. Embarrassing. Oh, so it doesn't say. I just want to be clear because Coach Kavanaugh who I uh, rolled around with on the mat in a jiu-jitsu training yeah, session. I want no piece of You do not want a piece of this guy. And he called me up. He goes, Connor called me a thief. I don't know if that's a <laughs> good I don't know who you guys are talking Coach about. Kavanaugh Coach Kavanaugh was co- is, is uh. Connor's trainer. Okay, well, Connor's, the world doesn't know who this guy right. is. No, it's but just, everyone involved with the, the podcast uh, besides Connor's, you. Know, Connor's coach, he came in and he went to get the chair signed. He took the chair and the chair went missing. Okay. Whatever it is. But I wrote, I didn't call him a liar. I didn't call him a thief. I said, you stole my chair. Embarrassing. I was 100% kidding, but he's right, I guess. He doesn't know me that well. Like, if I would have put a wink emoji or uh, the shamrock or something to (laughs) kind of lighten it, he took it the wrong way, and he said, uh, I'll be in L.A. November, December, and I'll come see you. Yeah. Now, by the way, I had a call with him before that. (laughs) Whoa. Right? I'm like, uh, okay. Okay. With or without the chair. <laughs> well, I mean, come see me. I mean, I yeah, think he's like basically gonna saying he's going to come choke me out. I spoke to him for a long time, and I'm telling you, he's a really sweet guy, but he is a tough guy. Yeah, of course guy. he is. He's an 82-degree <laughs> black belt in jiu-jitsu. Of yeah. course he's tough. Oh my God. Called him. I said, John, like, look, I, I, I'm, I'm uncomfortable that the chair is missing, and it's not a big deal. The world has seen greater tragedies. But, yeah, I'm a little disappointed about the chair. I apologize if, you know, it came off wrong the, the wrong way. So I apologize. We were laughing by the end. When he comes in November, yeah. December, now instead of choking me out, we're going out for a couple bevies. And he'll come on the Do, podcast. Will he have anything to sit on, or are you going to have a chair? Or no? <laughs> but he, what he, happened to the chair? The next day he called and asked for Doug. He called to ask for Doug's address and my address, and he said he was FedExing the chair. Well, I want a chair, too. That's one. Well, he doesn't have chairs just lying around. This was Conley's chair. Well, why, which, why is he getting your address? Because well, I think he was going to, this is before he and I patched it up. Yeah, he was okay. just going to send it, but I don't know. I mean, I just. And is he sending it back with a signature? We're going to find I'm, out. I'm, but I'm afraid of what Connor wrote on that chair. It leads us to two things. First of all, we should get him on our St. Patty's 2021 episode. That's number one. But number two, since we're talking about this, Dylan, and you could weigh in and Conley's going to say whatever you want. Conley made the argument that. If I wanted a Leo poster signed, he'd have it done in 24 hours. He did say that. Kylie's had the, had the poster for a week. Uh, he's on vacation. I spoke to him. Oh. I wanted to do it today. I said, hey, uh, I got to, you know, and we, what, you know what he said? Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll be back next week. And yeah, I, that that's very, really very simple. We'll see. But I think, I <laughs> Imagine, think. Because I'm going to put on. Get, I want a poster too now. Connor probably took a look at that chair and said, fuck that. I'm not signing that chair. I, you know. I don't I'm wondering if like, Leo's going to say the same thing about the poster. And if I had Instagram, I would put on your Instagram that you're a thief. Well, did, did Connor win the fight or no? No, he lost. So maybe that's why I didn't want to yeah, sign it. I don't know. Coach Kavanaugh should have been like, dude, this is not a great. Uh, he's not going to want to sign this chair. Do you have a Jose Aldo chair? Like, I, I smuggled that chair. Yeah. yeah I hope yeah, Leo likes the poster I sent him. My right, buddy well, Frank Juvenella sent it to me. What if he's like uh, Dylan in, in the, the pilot? Where Leo's, he's like, Leo's yeah. probably offended <laughs> that you guys are insinuating that him and 
Tarantino stole that bit from the episode of Entourage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I listen, uh, just to be clear on that, I... <laughs> Doug, listen, Doug's got to clear everything up now. He's traumatized. clear everything before Instagram. I get banned from everything. But obviously, Quentin Tarantino is one of my favorites. Leo, as nasty as he is to me when he calls me <laughs> the producer, which is just so demeaning and ridiculous. But I love both of them. They're two of the greats of all time. We know that Quentin watched the show, and we know that Leo watched the show. So they saw it, and they know. So you think well, that scene You aired both scenes. Didn't you show both scenes right next to we each other? We showed them. And it's surprisingly similar. I mean, you know, listen, they... <laughs> Whatever. Oh, it's plagiarism. Plagiarism. <laughs> no, I it's, not, it's not plagiarism. It's it's a homage. And I think it was that. And uh, I feel good about it. And I feel good that Dylan could have done Titanic. I'll still stand by that. King of the world. In closing here of our hundredth episode of Victor, the podcast, I guess the question is, Doug, and again, that's just the last thing I'm going to say about the Instagram thing. What we need to find out is if you're allowed to start over. Of course I'm allowed to start over. Yeah. yeah. And if you are allowed to start over, let's just do it. It'll be fun. Yeah, fun for you. you, you you'll you'll climb like the uh, Nasdaq in the eighties. Listen, you're just gonna go. We're gonna get you right back. I think there. we have to ask if you're allowed. I, think I we have find the out. Hollywood Ways page. It's verified and it's at eleven thousand five hundred. It is not easy to get them back. It's just maybe that you could do Doug Allen's Hollywood Ways and have that change. I the think title it's. I think it says that. that well, where's victory? Victory's there too, but I don't. Victory's I, up there, right? I don't use victory. You'll get yours back in no time. I don't use victory for my personal things. I, yeah, I put I put a couple of the podcast. I put a couple of yeah. my own things in there that I think speak right. to the show. But you know, it is what it is. Doug's but, not going to. Doug's not making any political statements on the victory page. Not that you did on your own page, but you know, look yeah. what you do on your page is your business. That's my that's my thought anyway. Yeah, but I, also, I think it was unfair what just happened. Don't to scrape you. the cheese off. Yeah, I, but also also what it is is like I mean it really is. It's a tool for us. You know, it's tough to get the word out about these things. Again, talking Long Island, Huntington, November 20th, Boston, the Wilbur Theater, December 2nd, and Porchester, December 3rd. Be there. A lot of tickets. I feel like Conley is like Ike Turner and we're Tina Turner. Like Why? he's like, get out there, sell these tickets and you get on stage no matter how you're feeling. I, 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 I just think that you're selling selling yourself a little short. I think we're going to be okay. I don't even think anyone gives a shit about me. So well, it's you're you guys. you're 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 clearly setting yourself up for that. So in, so, in, <laughs> so it's in, our fault, right? In failure, so it'll fault, be like, yeah. well, I don't know. You are the creator of Ottawa. You're, you're from Doug Long Island. Island. You have a million friends on Long Island. They're Everywhere old. we go, I'm keep your head they're up. Dying. They're, they're dying. Yeah. Off. So they should be there. Yeah. They should I be have, there. as I said, fifty of my friends have already purchased tickets. That's in the count already, which is terrible. I was hoping they didn't. I was like, you guys didn't buy your tickets yet. They're like, yes, we oh, yeah, no, us and everybody we know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, right. this was fun. Uh, it's been honestly, it's been a great year getting back together with you. It was great having obviously it was great having everyone. Jerry, Emmanuel, Constance, Carla, everyone that's come on. DK Medcalf. So we thank everybody. And we're going to keep this rolling, hopefully. And uh, who knows where the future takes us. But uh, Conley, it was a great idea you came up with. I'm glad we're we're still going. And uh, I got to go because right. I got to do my other podcast. No, no, I, gotta Hollywood go. I got a lot of important things going on right now. I got to go. <laughs> buddy Games too. He's got a Buddy Games too <laughs> script reading. All that right. wraps up another episode well, of Victory the Pod. I think we need a big victory going out here. huh? All right. That wraps up another episode of Victory the Podcast. I'm Doug Allen at Hollywood Ways on Instagram and follow us on Fireside. I think Conley has an account. I'm Kevin Connolly. 